are listening to The Gwinnett Pulse, a podcast from the Gwinnett African American Caucus. This segment contains an interview for a candidate for public office in Gwinnett County. Reproduction in part or in full is prohibited without the express written consent of the Gwinnett African American Caucus, Democratic Party of Georgia. Hello, welcome. And this is the Gwinnett Pulse, a podcast from the Gwinnett African-American Caucus, Democratic Party of Georgia, bringing you engaging political news, conversations, stories, and interviews from across Gwinnett County, the state of Georgia, and America that impact the Black community. I'm Kia Clark Crawford. These episodes mark the first episodes of the Gwinnett Pulse podcast, and they happen to come in the form of a series, which comes at a very important time. We'll call this series Choice. Election 2020. That's right, it's election season. And as we navigate these uncertain times, now more than ever, we are seeing the importance of good governance and strong leadership. So it's important that you are informed on the candidates running for office in Gwinnett. And we at GAAC, we can help with that. We are bringing you interviews from Democratic candidates running for Gwinnett offices during the June 9th election. We remotely interview candidates to get their stances on issues that are important to you, the Gwinnett community, as well as issues that are important particularly to Black Gwinnettians. Our goal at GAAC is to unite, connect, and empower. And in order to be empowered, you must be informed. So let's dive in. Thompson Jr. is a Democratic candidate for County Commission Chair in Gwinnett County. The following is an interview of Mr. Thompson by Maxine Wheatley, Chair of the Gwinnett African American Caucus of the Democratic Party of Georgia. Hello, Mr. Thompson, and thanks for joining me today. Well, thank you for having me. There are several other Democratic candidates running for commission chair. What is it about you or your background that sets you apart from those candidates? In other words, why are you more qualified? Well, I believe that I am more qualified for the position based on my experience and expertise. Um, I have been a local government attorney in Gwinnett County for almost 40 years. Uh, I think I understand the importance of local government that it has to each person of each day. Uh, your local government affects your roads, your garbage collection, your water and sewer, the zoning of the land around you. And I have dealt with those issues for my entire career. Uh, I have an understanding of those and a great desire to serve in local government. Uh, I've also been very active in the Democratic Party for a number of years. I've been active in the Democratic Party in Gwinnett County since the 1980s. I've been involved in the state level, and I've also served in the state legislature. I think the experience and expertise and broad background that I have, both as a community leader and as a lawyer, and as a former state representative, give me unique qualifications for the position. I'd like to turn now to a few questions that may be of particular interest to African-American residents here in Gwinnett. 
In recent years, in communities all over the country, there have been incidents where unarmed Blacks have been injured or killed by law enforcement officers. The ones that immediately come to my mind are Ferguson, Missouri, and Baltimore. Last year, here in Gwinnett County, two law enforcement officers were fired for assaulting an unarmed Black motorist following a traffic stop. If elected as commission chair, what policies or recommendations, if any, would you propose to help prevent incidents like that from occurring in Gwinnett County? I believe that what the county would need to do would be to create policies within the department that deal with sensitivity training. Uh, as you have said, we've had instances all over the United States where uh, you have had police officers deal with uh, black individuals in a wrong kind of way. And that has led to a distrust of police departments by many individuals in the black community. We need to address that head on by saying that that's an issue that policemen need to deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. And there needs to be some training on that. Uh, we also, might want to consider things that have been done in other places, such as citizens review panels, get ways to give individuals uh, input into making decisions on policies within the police department, uh, and simply leadership. Uh, policies start from the top, and so you've got to have the top that has the right kind of attitude as to how we need to police our communities and how we need to deal with policing in our communities. Thank you. As we all know, Gwinnett County is quite diverse. What, if anything, would you do to ensure that there is diversity and equal opportunity at all levels of county employment, including at the professional, supervisory, and management levels? Well, a similar answer to what I just uh, said in dealing with police. Uh, attitudes start at the top. And so as a commission, we need to set a policy that we are going to be open and inclusive to, to everyone. We're going to not only have people in the room, but we're going to listen to what those people say. And that's going to have to go down to our uh, county administrator and the other people who make the decisions on who we're going to hire, the director levels that have input on those decisions. Uh, it also goes to recruiting. We need to make uh, conscientious efforts to make sure that when we have a job vacancy, that uh, we engage all members of the community as to how we fill that vacancy and make sure that we're uh, going to places where we can attract minority candidates and attract a diverse group of candidates to be interviewed for a job. Thank you. Now let's turn to some other important topics. First, the 287G program. For our listeners who may not know anything about the program, the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency authorizes local law enforcement departments to detain undocumented residents who are arrested for various crimes. And then those local law enforcement departments are authorized to turn those arrested over to the custody of ICE. 
Gwinnett County has participated in this program and is currently participating in this program. Mr. Thompson, what is your position on the 287G program and would you, if elected commission chair, support the county's continued participation in it? I would not support the county's continued participation in the 287G program. Uh, I believe I was the first candidate to put out a statement regarding this when uh, the issues regarding this program came up last summer. Uh, and that position is still on my website, still on my Facebook page. As I stated at that time, this program is not good for Gwinnett County. It is a money loser in that we spend about $3 million a year on the program and don't get any substantial return from it. It also sets up a situation where you have immigrant populations who feel threatened as opposed to feeling uh, included or uh, welcome in the community. Back when I was a state legislator 10 years ago, I actually received complaints that there was racial profiling going on with uh, roadblocks and things that were being done by sheriff's deputies. And I communicated that to the sheriff back at that point. And I believe that we're still having those problems I think 287G causes part of those problems and that we should get out of that program. Thank you. Now let's turn to the big issue that we're all concerned about now, and that's COVID-19. I have a few questions about that. And by way of background, Mr. Thompson, the caucus has issued a public statement opposing Governor Kemp's decision to reopen certain non-essential businesses in the state. And that statement's on our website GwinnettAAC.com. A recent Atlanta Journal-Constitution article noted that two metro area transit employees have died recently due to COVID-19. In the same article, it was reported that Gwinnett County transit workers have announced through their union that workers plan to walk off the job over fears of, of their safety amid the pandemic. It's been reported that the drivers want additional protective measures taken on the vehicles, including clear shields and requiring passengers to wear masks. If you were commissioned chair, what actions, if any, would you take or would you recommend regarding this issue um, to address the safety of the drivers in the Gwinnett County transit system? Well, first of all, I. Uh read an article this afternoon that indicated that the transit workers had received some of the things they had requested. So I was glad to hear that. I put out a statement a few days ago after their article came out in the paper saying that I supported their position, that they needed uh, the type of equipment that they were requesting. Uh, I think that's incumbent on our government to provide all of our workers our transit workers, our first responders, all of those who are having to deal with this pandemic with the proper equipment that they need and to make sure that they're protected and that they can properly protect the public. Thank you. Recently, the Board of Commissioners adopted a $1.84 billion budget for fiscal year 2020. The budget was developed based on six strategic priorities one of those priorities was a safe and healthy community. 
Now, with that in mind, and in light of the COVID-19 pandemic, as chair, what do you envision might be your plans to address any possible um, needs here within the county, be they county employees or county residents, with respect to hospital beds, protective equipment, healthcare providers, with respect to the pandemic? and in any increased healthcare needs associated with it? Well, in my position as a local government attorney for several cities through the, throughout the county, uh, I'm familiar with the emergency management plan that the county and the cities have in place. Uh, one of the shortcomings of that plan is it doesn't deal with health crisis and, that, and pandemics such as what we're in now. It, it actually deals with natural disasters such as tornadoes, hurricanes, those types of things. So the first thing that we need to do is learn from our experience and create some policies to deal with these types of issues. Uh, we also need to begin to provide the type of equipment and, uh, and work um, environment that's needed for our first responders. We have a shortage in both our police department and our fire department right now. Uh, we need to address that. We have firefighters who are working 12 to 13 overtime shifts a year because they don't have enough people to cover all their shifts. Uh, when we have a situation such as this that comes along, that makes it even harder because we've got to not to have people together and not have people on the same shift so they don't get infected. Um, that just creates a worse situation because we're short-staffed already. Thank you. The current chair of the Board of Commissioners back in March declared a local emergency because of the pandemic. That declaration authorizes her to take certain steps to address the pandemic. Among those steps that she could take would be making temporary housing available for emergency shelters or tapping into the any county resources, resources of agencies over which the county has budgetary control. Now, if you were elected chair and this pandemic continues into next year and or beyond, what declarations might you consider to help address any of the health and safety concerns of county employees or county residents? Well, I would frankly have something very similar to what we came up with. Uh, Gwinnett County government worked with all of the city governments in Gwinnett County to make sure that they all entered the same emergency order. As a city attorney for four of the cities, I was involved in those discussions and helped draft some of those emergency declarations. The concept there was not to have one set of declarations in Norcross and another set in Marksville and another set in unincorporated Gwinnett County. So all of the government leaders got together and drafted the same order so that it would apply countywide in Gwinnett County. That was very important. And I was disappointed when Governor Kemp put his uh, orders into effect, and then it, it prohibited city and county governments from having their own orders, which might apply and be unique to their community. Uh, and one of the things that we are needing to address and are doing some, but we need to do more, is on the housing.
Uh, you're going to have to make sure that people aren't being evicted right now. But that also means we're probably going to have to give some benefit to some of the landlords who aren't getting any income as a result of that. Um, so we need to look at grants and programs that are available from the federal and state government to help some of those folks. And then we have to make sure that we use our uh, look at extended stays and other places where we can take people and provide them good housing opportunities so that people don't end up without housing during this pandemic. Okay, switching. Uh, switch. And if I might, sure. if I, if I add just one more. Sure. Uh, we actually have the county and a couple of cities who are actually working on trying to come up with some funding to work with some of the social organizations in the county to provide those housing opportunities right now. Okay. Great, thank you. Now, switching gears a little bit, some people, particularly younger African Americans, may not be inclined to vote at all. What would you say to those people to convince them that they should vote, and specifically that who is elected for the position of commission chair in Gwinnett County should matter to them? I would say something very similar to what I said during my qualification statement. Local government is perhaps the most important thing that affects your daily lives. The local government affects something that, that happens in your life every day, from the roads you drive on, to who picks up your garbage, to how you get your water and sewer, to what's built on the property next to you. And so if you're going to be concerned about politics, you need to be concerned at the local level. Now that you also need to be concerned at the state and local level, but you're gonna have more direct impact from your local government. And so I would encourage all people to vote. The right to vote is an outstanding right that we all need to exercise and have our say-so as to who's representing us on a local, state, and federal level. I'd like to give you a few minutes now to share anything else that you feel is important for voters in Gwinnett County to know about you and your candidacy for commission chair. Well, thank you. I appreciate you giving me and the other candidates this opportunity. It's a very unique year because we can't have personal meetings and can't go out and knock on doors. So we need an opportunity to speak with the voters. Uh, I would encourage the voters to go on to our websites, to go on to information such as this and compare the candidates. I think when they do that, they'll see that I have some unique qualifications. The other candidates are all fine people, but I have a passion to serve in Gwinnett County. I've shown that over the 40 years that I've been a lawyer here. I've served as a local government attorney representing local governments. I've served in charitable organizations. I was in the first class of leadership Gwinnett back in 1986 when they first set up the program. And I've been working in civic and community organizations trying to help my community since then. And let's be honest, we're in the Democratic primary and we need to have an opportunity to elect a Democrat to be the chair for the first time in 35 years. And it needs to be a Democrat. And I've been a Democrat my entire life since I was a student in college. 
and I've worked for the Democratic Party. I've worked for our local candidates, our state candidates, and our federal candidates, and I'm proud to be a Democrat, and I'd love to be the Democrat serving as the chairman of the Gwinnett County Commission. Mr. Thompson, on behalf of the Gwinnett African American Caucus of the Democratic Party of Georgia, I'd like to thank you for taking part in today's interview. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in and make sure that you vote in the June 9th election. Thanks again for joining us and thank you for listening to the Gwinnett Pulse, a podcast from the Gwinnett African-American Caucus. To learn more about the caucus, please visit GwinnettAAC.com.